and welcome to today's edition of The Bradley Hall Show. I am your host, The Bradley Hall. First, I just wanted to say thank you. Whether you're watching or you're listening, we certainly appreciate your support. We'd like to ask you for your help to please share on social media and with someone you know that that, um, may be interested For more information on what I do and how to work with me, please visit my website at www.thebradleyhall.com. I'm good. I'm doing all right. Um, Mother's Day is always challenging, has been for a few years, as I'm sure you know, and lots of us know, but. Yeah, I'm always, I'm, I'm always at a loss of what to do with the NPE community around Mother's Day, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, it's such a touchy subject. I, a lot, I mean, a lot of people are still mothers and right. they celebrate that with their children, but it it can be so triggering for so many people. And I don't really, I don't really know. I mean, what do you do? You say happy yeah. Mother's Day and yeah. <laughs> hope for the best. Hope that hope you don't- Hope for the best, I guess, yeah. <laughs> upset someone. Uh, it certainly is uh, a weird, weird holiday now. It didn't used to be, but- mm-hmm. But it is. So, do you have big plans for Mother's Day? Um, not really. Um, I think my children are coming home for the the ones that can that aren't working and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's it's pretty low key at my house. Yeah, here too. I, we've uh, we've had a lot of conversations re- recently that we have entered a new era. So, my son, my oldest son, moved to Virginia, took a job in Virginia. Oh wow! Uh, and my youngest, my my middle child, my youngest son he lives about a mile away, but he's, he's always working, always doing something. And my daughter's a senior uh-huh. and she's running around all over the place. And uh, all my nephews, they live about 10 miles away, but they're all about the same age. They're all moving on and moving out of state. And uh, so when we first moved down here to Florida, we, we had every holiday together as uh-huh. both families. So there were always 10 or 15 of us together. And now we're, we're lucky if we can, you know, put together six or seven of us. And yeah, well, it's, it's a three month process for me, you know, now this with Mike, cause I've got four out of the house, you know, just, okay, we're looking at this date and anybody make that work and, you know, to plan ahead for work and, you know, just all of that. Yeah. And we've got then, you know, significant others to factor in. And so, yeah. 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 And, you know, it used to be like, Hey, we're, let's go, let's all go to the beach this weekend. Everybody be like, okay. Yeah. And now it just doesn't work that way. So yeah. um, it's, it's a little sad, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. I, it's kind of cool because I feel the freedom coming. Do you um, have any, are yours? Do you have any at home? I still have one at home. She's a sophomore, but yes, the, um, the freedom is, that is the, um, that's the payoff. <laughs> Most <Right>. definitely. Um, <laughs> When Scott and I, we just out of the blue last 4th of July, decided to go to Nashville and we're like, because we can. I mean, you know, and it, it didn't break the bank. Yeah, and and you're like, just a long we, weekend. Because we can, can't we? Yeah, we can, I, right? yeah, we, we kind of had to talk about it because I was like, yeah, I, th- I don't think there's any reason why we can't. And when we go out to eat, we can actually get an appetizer and maybe a drink and a meal and even dessert. <laughs> and it's right. still less, you know, than what it used to cost us. That's so. exactly right. So, you, yeah, can order, you can order what you want on the menu. Uh, yeah. Check it down. Yeah. yeah um, usually it was all right. You two are sharing a meal, water, no dessert, and then we're getting out of here. Kind of. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I, 
I hate to admit this, but about two years ago, my wife and I went to a restaurant, uh, a local restaurant, uh, that for the first time in our lives, we had a full seven course meal. Wow. Just, I started, you know, with the, the pre-dinner cocktails and mm -hmm. just all the way through the whole thing. We were there probably almost three hours uh, <laughs> with another couple just had, you know, it just was talking, uh, just, you know, yeah. just enjoying the food. <laughs> Like, I, this is what I've been missing in my life. I had yeah. no idea. Uh, that's too yeah. funny. That's definitely the payoff. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, um, well, I, I'm glad, you know, I, I appreciate you you doing this. Um, the website's starting to take off, finally. And um, I, I'm, I'm really excited, but I need, um, with I got big plans and I need to get more people in and... Mm -hmm you know, really boost it up to be able to do some, some things that I want to do. We've got a lot of new courses coming on. I don't know. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Saw the list. It's a great list, by the way. And I started Brianna, Brianna's, um, the writing to heal one. So, okay, good. How's that going? I couldn't make, I couldn't make the Wednesday, you know, during the day I, I we didn't have anything on the books. And so I thought oh, I might be able to eke it out, but yeah, then we had a few clients come in. So anyway, yeah, no worries. No, it's, it's good. I mean, it's going to be really good. Yeah. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad you like it. Uh, I, I, I want to take it, um, but I don't, I don't have the time to take it. I was going to say, you probably got a few things on your plate right now. But I, yeah, but, but that's the kind of thing that we all need, mm -hmm. right? It forces us to take time away. And that's the whole point of it. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, and Brienne's amazing. She's just yeah. absolutely amazing. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to spend any time with her, but um, she's, she's, she has a huge heart. She's very intelligent, has a huge heart and only wants what's best for the NP community. And yeah. I just love her to death. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, so I'm, I'm excited. Good, 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 good. So, um, so you finished my course. Yes. And what'd you think about that? Um, I thought it was really good. I, I wish I had had, uh, I should say this way. I wish I had taken more time, you know, you're, you're trying to fit something in, in the midst of life and, um, if, if I could do it over again, I would, you know, be like, okay, Jody, you know, you're going to take a chunk of time on Saturday and, and each day, you know, just really focusing in on some of the, the things, um, because it was even a little bit, you know, that I did and I got through all of it. It was really, really good. Um, good. it made me, you know, realize how much I was talking to myself in my head, very negatively still, <laughs> yeah. um, still dwelling on, you know, some things that, um, even I thought, you know, you know, I've, I've worked through that. That's not, you know, bothering me anymore. And yet, you know, when I really started paying attention, I was still talking very negatively to myself regularly. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think the, the course, um, I mean, the course increased your awareness mm -hmm. as yes. far as that's concerned? Yes, definitely increased my awareness of, you know, how often I do that. Um, increased my awareness of, you know, even this little thing. I don't think, I don't think I sleep well a lot, you know, I, and because of that, I, I think I've still, I just, my monkey mind is definitely when you started using that term, I'm like, Oh, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's an amazing, isn't it a perfect explanation? Of, of, it's uh, a perfect uh, explanation of yes, of your mind. And when you just, I, I couldn't shut it off and I was thinking about things. And so, and I, I started, you know, for me, you know, I, I used, you know, I interwove my faith in that, you know, so I started trying to before bed, you know, just really take some time and the TV's off, 
my phone is down. I'm not doing anything else, but, you know, I, I pray, you know, and just really try and calm my mind down and get it you know, wound down. And I think I've, I think I've been sleeping better and, you know, yeah, feel yeah. more rested because of I that. Have, I have no doubt that you've been sleeping better. Um, you know, and the, the amazing thing about that, and I, I think I mentioned this in the course, is that um, we spend most of our lives unconsciously moving around anyway. Uh-huh. We don't we don't even know. And, and, and I've heard experts say it's like 90% of our of our day is unconscious behavior that we don't even uh-huh. realize we're doing those things. And you're at a you're at that point uh, where there's a stark realization, Mo- but most people aren't even aware of what you just said, what uh, of what you've experienced. They're watching TV or looking at their phone right until the time they go to bed, and then yes. they're just so exhausted they shut their eyes, or ne- and they're not sleeping well uh-huh. because of the news, because of the social media, because of the constant thinking, uh-huh. and just taking that time to breathe. Which right that the stress causes us to hold our breath; it interrupts our our, uh-huh. our breathing process, which further causes more fatigue because we're not getting the oxygen that, right. that we need. Yeah. I've even, I've started doing it at work sometimes, you know, I'll even notice, you know, it's like my shoulders are, you know, it's like, okay, take a breath and, you know, just kind of relax a little bit, you know, and I didn't realize I was doing it. It's just, you know, as you're I'm working away and thinking about things and, you know, as life has gotten busy again, um, I, as much as, you know, none of us liked COVID, there was a certain little level of, you know, taking things out of our schedule that was right. probably okay. I mean, I, I didn't want to, I don't like the missing family part, you know, and spending time with people part, but just some of the maybe unnecessary things I say yes to, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know, it, it makes you take stock of that a little bit. So, um, and I, I hope I've done a little bit better job, you know, post COVID, you know, adding back in just a few things, but yeah, even at work, I find myself, it's like, okay, take a few deep breaths, you know, relax those shoulders, relax those muscles. And good. Uh, yeah, good, good, good. You brought up a great point about taking something out of your schedule. I have a friend of mine uh, who I was um, teasing. We were texting and I was teasing him that he wasn't on TikTok. And he said, uh, he said, Brad, is it going to enrich my life in any way? And and I, you know, he's a comedian. I I mean, he's like, like a comedian, comedian, like a comedian, comedian. (laughs) Uh, And so it was funny, but, but that the funniest the funniest things are the ones that have an element of truth about them. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, he was asking a legitimate question and I, I said, no, <laughs> it's not going to enrich at all. <laughs> yeah. And people have asked me, cause I, I only have Twitter. I do have Instagram and I'm on Facebook, but you know, they, people have said, you know, you got to get on. T-. I said, I don't even have time to be on the ones I'm on. I said, I, I don't have time to check one more thing. So I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I have to be honest, I, I enjoy I enjoy TikTok and I enjoy it more than lots of people have told me that. That yeah, yeah like you would enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I and I, I enjoy it more than than the other ones. Uh because the some of the other ones now are there's so much negativity and just oh. so much mm-hmm. bickering and fighting, so many trolls. Uh-huh. Um, I'm sure TikTok will become that way, right? I mean it it'll happen eventually, but there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of mindless entertainment on there, and I used to be like I went through a phase where I was anti mindless entertainment, uh-huh. you know, um, and I think I think that's okay now looking back on it. It's, it was a little bit arrogant probably, but I think it was good to make that distinction about you know having control of what I'm taking in and what I'm not. So uh-huh. I know that TikTok is mindless entertainment, and I usually skip past the educational ones. 
because I use it just for mindless. Just energy. for, yeah, <laughs> just to relax a little. <laughs> but, but I enjoy it. So, um, but it's easy to get sucked in if you're not careful. And, mm -hmm. you know, you think you're going to watch two or three videos and next thing you know, it's been 45 minutes. Um, but that's social media. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've started um, listening to, I found some um, music, you know, when we, we've talked about meditation in your, you know, in your course. And so I've put on um, sounds, you know, so like whether it be a waterfall or a thunderstorm or something like that. And I, I fall asleep to that a lot of times. And it seems yeah. like that's helped me focus, you know, because I'm focusing on that and then not thinking <laughs> about things <laughs> a lot of times. So um, that's helped me. Um, sleep for sure. And sometimes I even have that on in the background, just when I want to get something done, if I'm working on something, you know, I'll just put in some of that, just it's calming to me, a, a creek, you know, babbling that you can find any, seems like, you know, like eight hours of a creek, a stream running. <laughs> right, right, so, right. It's great. And I, I do that too. And I love that. Uh, when the interesting thing is, uh, and I don't know if you've noticed this, if you turn on something, I don't know, any talk show or any sports show or any, any, we all know this about the news, but they're all yelling at each other yeah. and it's just so much chaos. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it's, it's good that we've reached a point in our lives where we're intent, we're being intentional about our, yeah. our environment because there's so, I mean, there's just so much chaos and so much anger um, that I just do what I can to eliminate that in my own mm -hmm. environment. And I think doing what you're doing, playing that kind of music, uh, you know, I, I enjoy, I, I actually want to tell you a story if I could. Yeah. Uh, this was probably in the year 2000. I was working in Indianapolis. I lived on the, the West side and I was working on the far East side and it was a hot day in uh, probably July you know, sometimes it was really hot. Really? I remember being really hot and my air conditioning had stopped working and I hadn't had it fixed yet. And, and I'm coming through downtown Indianapolis and I get stuck in rush hour traffic coming home and we're, we're at a, at a standstill. And I just have, you know, just sweat pouring off of me and every, you know, everybody's being aggressive and angry. And, uh -huh. and I looked, I smelled this horrid smell and I looked in front of me, I was right behind a dump truck that had dead horses in it. Oh no. And it's, it was, it was just God awful. And I was listening to a, one of my favorite rock bands called Pantera. They're real heavy metal and real aggressive heavy metal. And I realized that I was white knuckling the steering wheel and I was thinking, I was, you know, I, I suddenly had a moment of clarity as I was looking around at my environment. I was like, all right, I can't, I can't do anything about the air conditioning. I, I will, but I can't right yeah. now. It's hot out. I, you know, I can't do anything about that. I'm stuck in rush hour. I can't do anything about that. I had to come home from work. Uh, the one thing that I could change was the music I was listening to. And I immediately changed for good the type of music I listen to. Now I still listen to Pantera like when I work out. So I'm yeah. very, just very intentional about the mood that I'm in or the mood that I want uh -huh. uh, with listening to music, but I just won't listen to Pantera or ACDC or whatever, uh -huh. just under normal circumstances. I, I, it's more relaxing music or I put on, you know, some background stuff like you're talking about a rainstorm or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think that's, I think it's critical to, to have that awareness and be intentional about it. So I, I think that's amazing. You do that. Yeah, I've, 
I've even found myself, I have a 40 minute commute now um, where I used to have a really short commute. And um, sometimes I don't turn anything on. Yeah. And it's amazing. Sometimes I'm thinking this, this is just awesome. <laughs> you know, right. it's just quiet. <laughs> nobody calling, nobody asking anything, nobody. Yeah. It's just, so yeah, I'm, I'm learning as I get older to, you know, cherish even the moments of silence. Yeah. 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 For sure. That's awesome. I like that. Um, well, I wanted to also tell you about the course. I mean, you said that you hurried through it and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and we, that's kind that's of confession a, time, you know, it's just, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. The, I, it's understandable. I, you know, I'm working on my PhD. I do the same thing. I, mm-hmm. I, it's one of the things I hate about being busy and having so much reading in the mm-hmm. PhD program is that I have to hurry. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so fascinated. It's so interested. I'd rather just take it really slow, but then I would just read all day long every day and I couldn't get anything else done. And so, you know, we got to do what we got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the course is available to you forever. Yes. You can always yeah. go back and, and redo it, which I always highly recommend because it, you'll hear it differently next time. Well, yeah. You always get something different, you know, just yeah. you, you catch something that you didn't catch the first time. So yeah, yeah right. I definitely want to do that. Yeah. And you'll be farther along in your journey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your mindset's already changed. I, I know you've changed. I know you've know it's, it's changed a little bit, but it's probably changed even more than you realize. And so, oh, it, you know, oh, it, it'll be a different application when, when mm-hmm. you go back through it. Um, so I, I wanted, I know that, um, gosh, what do we, what have we known each other now? Two years, three years? Yeah, probably. I mean, I joined in 2000. 18 that fall like october november something like that okay and then, yeah I, and i was I in the July first time. <clears throat> yeah so okay okay so um you know as a as a part of my website i've i've created a community with with community with group meetings and group discussions mm-hmm. and is modeled off of the discussions we did in the big group and the NP uh, friends group. And I know that you and I've talked a little bit about how that's affected you in your journey. And I wondered if you would share some of that with me today, just the, the group aspect, the group dynamic and why, because that, you know, that's why I've made, I, when I, I could, when I was developing the website, when I was developing the lit Academy, the original thought was courses, but then I realized that, uh, you can learn, you can learn anything anywhere. I mean, you can find what you're looking for anywhere you want, but it, I think it's that, that community element, that advocacy, that support of having peers and discussing it, um, and having that constant support there that, that is critical. Um, and that's why I added the community and, and uh-huh. wanted to make that a two prong, um, system, so to speak. And I, I wondered if you would speak a little bit on, on your journey and what these support groups and, and the, you know, that we offer in the MP experience, what that's done for you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and it, it's funny to think about that in light of the last, you know, two years that we've had with COVID, because I can't imagine what this time would have been like, had we not had technology. Um, because I think it has shown us above all else how important relationships are and community is and um, interactions with others and, you know, even something as simple, you know, as a hug, you know, how much you, you know, desperately missed that with people, you know, in your family. 
Um, so when you're talking about something like this MPE journey, um, and I don't want to be over dramatic, but I don't know that I would have gotten through this journey um, in a very healthy manner at all, or very well at all, or with my marriage intact. I mean, I don't know that I would have gotten through it without the support groups that I've been able to be in. Um, just simply being able to, you know, type something up and throw it out there. Or then once, you know, some of the Zoom meetings started being able to see faces and hear people say and talk about their experience and having it match yours. I mean, you know, little details might be different, but the underlying feelings and emotions sometimes you would find someone that just was so intensely like your own that, um, I mean, it's still, it's hard for me to talk about without getting emotional. It's just, it was, it was life-saving um, to not put too much of a, you know, like I said, overdramatic tone to it. Um, I had, you have no one to talk to that understands what you're feeling. Um, my spouse, my husband was amazing, but it, at the end of the day, he did not understand. And I mean, there are times when he's still, he'll look at me and he's like, you know, I'm trying, hon, I'm trying to, you know, he's like, I just, cause you know, it's been four years or well, I'm coming up on four years. And the idea that I still have some days where I can really struggle is hard for him to understand. And no matter how hard he tries. And so that's when, you know, either if I can get into one of the, you know, Zoom group meetings or just throw something out on Facebook and you have people comment back that, you know, hey, we're here, we love you. That's exactly how I just, I just went through that yesterday. You know, I mean, it's just for whatever reason, you've got this community of people who really, truly understand, you know, what you're feeling and what you're going through. And um, without that, the, the level of loneliness in this, I think would be um, a little overwhelming for me. I don't, I don't think you're alone. Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I, I know, I know you're not, I, I know thousands of people in one particular group that would agree with everything that you just said. Um, you know, one of the, I think one of the biggest fallacies that we have, and I think, and there's probably a lot of different reasons why, but we feel like we can, or, or we should be able to handle anything mm -hmm. that life throws our way, yeah. uh, particularly by ourselves. And I think, I think we do a great disservice in our society of, of communicating that, whether it's consciously or unconsciously mm -hmm. to people. Um, because I had never in my life, I had gone through a tremendous tragedy in, in uh, around 2003, 2005. And I, I, I felt alone. I mean, I had my wife, uh, we almost divorced and, but we decided to stay married and she was a huge support to me, but I still did everything on my own. I, I, I sought out information, learned on my own and um, I, and I worked through it on my own. I didn't have anybody to talk to uh -huh. and, but the world was different at that point. You know, I, there weren't, you know, I, I don't even know if, uh, what was the first one? Skype, Skype might've oh, been yeah. around, um, but it wasn't very widely used. And 
So just doing it on the internet wasn't a thing. I would, I was going to have to find, and I tried to go to one or two support groups. I couldn't find anything to really fit. And it, it's a completely different experience than what I experienced after my MPE discovery in 2018 with the online group and then all the online meetings that we have. And now with my platform and even, even, even being a facilitator of these meetings, I learned so much from people and, uh, you know, having the discussions in here, the same thing that you said. So it doesn't matter what, whether you're, you're a facilitator or you're just, uh, or you're participating in it, just having that camaraderie and, um, and the support to know that you're not alone and that, that your feelings are valid. Uh-huh. A lot of toxic shame comes with being angry for things that, you know, and, and upset and you think, why didn't I get over this? Or why am I so angry? And you just touched on that a second ago. Um, and just having people tell you it's okay. And it's okay to be mad. It's okay to cry. It's, you know, uh, and that that's a part of us. We don't show people yeah. normally. Yeah. And, and I've been amazed at, I've, I've had this greater understanding and appreciation for human connection. Um, because there's even a difference. So, you know, when I'm first in the group and it's all just, you know, posts and reading people's comments and, you know, stuff like that. And when we did our first, um, an in-person, you know, where you're doing on zoom or whatever it was, I cried the first time I saw Catherine in person on, on a computer screen. I mean, it was just, it was emotional. I mean, there was this person that had been, you know, so supportive and helpful and, you know, she'd brought me in the group and, you know, and then I'm seeing her, you know, it's like, she's real. She's not just, you know, this name behind some words on a screen. And then it was even more impactful to me than when, um, cause I was a moderator for a while when the first time I saw someone in person that I had brought in the group and she was crying because she saw me. And it's just that whole thing. I'm thinking this random DNA test that I took has connected me in really intense ways to people that I would have never met otherwise, you know, never, there would have been, you know, nothing to bring us together. So, and it, and it's not just that I'm getting to know them. It's that I'm getting to know them because we've together struggled through something so intensely personal and yet so intensely bizarre <laughs> that, you know, only, you know, you've got this connection that only the group kind of understands. Yeah, for sure. And, I, there's an, an analogy I use for, uh, those, for the discussion groups and the support groups, whether it's, you know, in the big group that you're, you're talking about there, or, uh, even uh, on the website on, uh-huh. um, you know, as part of the NP experience or, or on the Academy in general, it's, uh, that we're all, we're all walking up the mountain and the person in front of us leans down and gives us a hand and pulls us up on the next ledge. And then we turn around and we lend a hand to the person behind us and pull them up on the ledge. And then they turn around and they lend a hand to the person mm-hmm. behind them. And that's, that's the way this works. Yeah. Um, that's the way this works very, very well. It's life-changing for sure. Yeah. Well, and even in the course, then what was nice about that was, you know, the group was so much smaller, you know, it's like, so then when you start getting into just little, you know, even smaller intimate groups where, you know, you really do get to know each other even deeper And, you know, sometimes you have time to delve deeper into, you know, just, well, gosh, this discussion really triggered this or, you know, whatever, you know, there were some things, you know, during the course, it's like, okay, this really made me, you know, and it brought out some of our MPE, you know, struggles that we still have. And it was, 
it was amazing to be able to really um, just get to know people on a much deeper level as you're working through. Yeah. Things. Yeah. I, that I, There's a couple things that you said that I, I wanted to touch on. One is that um, what I liked about that specific group was, is that uh, I think a little more than half were NPs, but there were some non NPs. And, mm-hmm. and so, it, uh, you know, for anyone listening, I want to make sure that they know that this, this isn't in the courses aren't NP specific mm-hmm. by any stretch of imagination. We do have NPE specific meetings, uh, but the, the courses are designed to help anyone. And we have non NPE specific meetings as well. Uh, but I, when you talked about the small groups, that's, that is also a, a, one of the factors of, of why I started doing this because the other group has gotten so big and it's still, oh. It's still amazing, uh-huh. absolutely amazing. And it offers, uh, the big group offers people an opportunity who are brand new, who aren't yet comfortable with talking about it. They're still feeling ashamed to just kind of come in and stand in the back room and let other people talk. Uh-huh. And it, 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 they, they're going into the shallow water very slowly. And that's extremely beneficial. But uh, when, when it's time to start getting down to the nitty gritty and start doing work, it's nice to have the smaller group. So we, I, I have, I have um, made the decision that I'm, I'm, I'm <clears throat> pretty adamant that we're going to keep the group small. Mm-hmm. So as the membership grows and groups start expanding, mm-hmm. we're going to add more of them yeah. to split that down, to make sure that we keep it at a, at a lower manageable level where everyone feels like every week they have an opportunity to be heard um, and so that, that's something that I'm, I'm really proud of. I'm really looking forward to. Um, the other thing is, is that in my community in the lit Academy and the MP experience and, and the DNA, the MP friends group does an amazing job of keeping things positive. So this is no reflection on them at all, but social media in general has de-evolved to where there's a lot of negativity, a lot of trolls. And being in this private online paid community mm-hmm. um, is is different because yeah. we we are running the show and we are it's a it's a support community. There's no room for negativity. Mm-hmm. You don't agree? That's fine. Go tell somebody else on Facebook or Twitter, but you're not you're not going to do it here. Um, and it's worked really 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 well. And that's something else that we're really we're really proud of mm-hmm. because with this experience and any, you know, I'm dedicated to trauma and, and trauma riddles, this experience is riddled with trauma, but there are non NP people as well, who are, 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 are part of the, the website and the community. Um, and trauma brings a lot of, a lot of shame, a lot of toxic shame and a lot of guilt, just a lot of weird feelings. That's why we don't talk about it. And so if it's a, it's going to be a vulnerable space and it's going to be a safe space. And that, that is a, that is a promise that I, I make. Well, and one of the things I really appreciate coming from an MPE's angle is because um, there were people who were not MPEs in the group and we were all able to discuss trauma and how it was affecting us and, you know, the things that we were going through. And so for an MPE, what it does is it validates, it's like, this was a trauma. Because I think for a long time, you know, people look at it like, well, so what? You took a little DNA test and on ancestry, you know, this, you found this information out. What's the big deal? And 
what this has enabled us to do is say, no, we, we, this is a trauma and, you know, we're, we're showing the same symptoms. We're showing the same emotions. We're going through the same journey as someone else who's going through a different trauma. And so when you bring all those people together to work through trauma, it becomes less of a, okay, well, this, you just have this weird situation and it just becomes, no, I'm just a person struggling with a trauma. And it brings us all together to work through that together. And it, it makes it, I, we don't feel like an outlier so much, you know, that we should have just been able to handle it. Yeah, that absolutely. That's, I mean, that's, that's such a great point because that, because it invokes guilt and shame, mm-hmm. right? Why, why haven't you gotten over this or why haven't I gotten over this? And then when you understand that it is something deeper, uh, it, then it, it changes, it changes everything. And then when it you does. find, then we find the resources to be able to do something about it. Yeah. It changes the game even yeah. further. You start looking in the right places for help. You know, it's not just a, okay, I just need to sit here and get over it and try not to think about it because I mean, you can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. Um, that was all of the uh, quiet music in the world would not help me back in September of 2018. <laughs> <laughs> My brain was on overdrive and kind of running the show at that point in time. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. but you know, it does it once you realize and people are telling you, yes, this is a trauma, then you go the right places, whether that be counseling or support groups like this, or, you know, taking courses like you have, where you can actually start working through some of those things. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask you um, a pre- pretty direct question about, yeah. uh, about the NPE experience and, and the, the website, the Lit Academy and the courses. Um, with you know, with your experience and, and particularly your MP experience and the, and overcoming the trauma and working through it, uh, you just joined the community, the website, um, what, five months ago, I think it was in January, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah to do that mindfulness course. Do you, do you think that would have helped you had you had that three years ago? You think it would have sped up the process? Oh, hands down. Yes. Easily. Yes. Um, because it would have given me um, beyond just the support of the main Facebook group, you know, so there's where you find people that understand what you're doing. What you get through a course like that are tools that you can use daily. Um, And that's what I didn't have. It's like, okay, I've got some place to go and talk, you know, because I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do with these emotions. Um, I found myself in a pool of tears one day, randomly realizing I didn't have any um, full siblings on the planet. And I don't know why that was a big deal that day, but it was. And so I had a place to go talk about that. But what the course has given me are some tools, even in that moment, you know, to take some deep breaths, to go for a walk, to, which I know sounds so simple, but it's not, I, I wasn't thinking of that at the time. It was like, I couldn't put logical thoughts together. <laughs> you right. know, and I, you know, I, I couldn't, you know, think to myself, oh, let's get outside. Let's go for a walk, deep, take deep breaths, listen to some calm music, you know, write down journal. I mean, I I didn't start doing that for a good year, probably Um, just throwing up thoughts onto a page to get them out of my head. Um, A lot of things that that's what I feel like the course gives you are tools um, that help you to cope in, in the day. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I, I lost my train of thought <laughs> thinking about too many things at once. 
<laughs> monkey uh, mind, monkey mind. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I, I, I appreciate you saying that. And that's the entire reason that I put this together. You know, trying to, I'm trying to catch people. Uh, I, I think anyone, and I guess I'm going to ask you this question as well. You know, I, I put this together to try to catch people early in their experience because we have more information. We understand it better now and we can get, we can catch people earlier and put them on the road to recover recovery earlier. Mm -hmm. But I also, I want to remind anybody listening that, that you were three years into your experience before you joined the community, before you joined the NPE experience. Um, and it was still, you, you've admitted, you know, over the last 30 minutes that it was still incredibly helpful. So it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. What, and even if you're not an NPE, it doesn't matter where you're at in your journey. And that's, and I've designed this community, this platform specifically, my goal is, is to have a spectrum of, of psychoeducation of courses that cover various types of trauma in the various stages. So wherever, whatever anybody, anyone has experienced and wherever they're at in their healing journey, they can come in and find exactly what they need for where they're at and then keep moving forward. That's, that's the ultimate goal. And I, I and we're doing that with, uh, we have my, my course, the mindfulness, uh, trauma course, which I call uh, managing stress and anxiety. We're getting ready to put up, uh, uh, we just put out writing is healing with Brian Kirkpatrick. Uh, we have surviving narcissistic abuse with Kimberly Weeks coming in July. We have attachment styles with uh, Jamie Carter. She's uh, an RN and she's a trauma recovery coach who specializes in attachment styles coming in August. Uh, actually, that's coming in September and August. I have a, a beautiful friend of mine that I'm in uh, my PhD program with that she's put together a, uh, a program. She has run retreats for like 10 years. She's putting together a program called Cultivating a Heart Center Practice, and it's around meditation and, and healing, that kind of thing. Um, but we're working on a Trauma 101 course. Uh, I have a, a program I'm going to launch in January called a Certified Trauma Specialist. It's actually a certification through the International Association of Trauma Recovery Coaches. And I'm working on an art therapy course and a, a couple other uh, a Zen Buddhism course. So my goal is to just have this wide spectrum where anybody can join to find find what they need in a positive, safe, healthy environment. Well, I guess I would, my advice would be just because I am farther in would be that I don't know that you ever are done healing from a trauma. No. And so no matter, you know, where you are, and that's, I think when I decided to do it, I, I think in the back of my mind, I knew, even though I was three years in, I still had stuff, you know, that I needed to work through, but the course brought up even more. I'm like, okay, I really, here's, here's something I need to, and I didn't even realize this was still bothering me as much as it is. Um, and so it, it helped me with that. And then I think there's a tremendous value. And again, you know, I keep going back to human relationships, but it's just, it's just like it is in life, you know, grandmothers and mothers and daughters and, you know, great grand, when you get people all in a room, whether that be men, you know, whatever it is, that generational thing, you all have something to bring to the table. And I think it's the same when you're talking about recovering from some. So having people in a group, when you're talking that are at different stages of that, I think is so valuable. You know, you have something to offer each other. You have hope to offer to each other. You have, you know, that brand new person that's just like on the ledge and you have the person, you know, four years in that's saying, you know what, 
I still tiptoe up to that ledge, you know, but it'll be okay. And, you know, but I still, you know, I'm still there with you sometimes. And so everybody has that, you know, I think something of value to give in those situations. Yeah, I agree with you completely. And it's, uh, it's loosely modeled after the, the 12 step program. That's exactly advocacy. There's a reason that advocacy is uh, one of the 12 steps because having that peer support, that peer yeah. advice of someone who has, has been over that terrain. And I, I say this all the time about trauma survivors and, uh, and I'm involved with, with the International Association of Trauma Recovery Coaches. And what that is, is that people who are trauma survivors who are then trained in trauma and responding to trauma and, uh, and you know, coach people through their, through their, their journey. And the beauty about that is, is that I would much rather, like, if I, and if I were going to go to the Amazon, the Amazon jungle, and I could uh, talk to someone who's, you know, an Amazonian expert because they learned it in college, but they've never been there. Uh Or some guy who dropped out of high school, but he spent, you know, 25 years in the Amazon jungle. Guess which one I'm I'm picking. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I, I and I don't mean to I don't mean to dismiss uh, professionalism uh, or, uh, you know, uh, college degrees or, or therapists or anything. I don't mean that at all because I, you know, I, I, I think therapy is uh, an, an amazing tool that people should utilize uh, when necessary. I'm just, you know, there's nothing like having somebody that's already been there to, to share their experience with you. And that's, that's exactly, you know, what we're doing in these groups. And I, I I'm, I'm glad that you, you know, I appreciate you bringing that up. Uh, if you, if you had advice, if you want to give some advice to a new NPE, what would it be? Talk a lot. Um, in, in whether that be in a group or um, in, in our attend for sure, just because they were so much once we started those zoom meetings, they were so much more valuable, even, you know, even than just posting things and talking with people that way. Um, if at all possible, join those, um, just seeing faces of people who are going through the same thing was, um, invaluable. Even if you don't say anything, I mean, you you can sit there and just listen. Um, you don't have to be ready to tell your whole story because sometimes you don't even know where to start. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, you don't even know where to begin to explain what you're feeling. But just sitting there, sometimes listening to other people um, mumble through it or try and get through it, or people that have you know been through it a long time and you know talking about you know things that they've done to help themselves you know grow and that kind of thing. It's it's invaluable. Um, so I, that's what would be my first advice is to show up to those, um, as often as you can, um, show up to those. Yeah. I love that advice. I call, I call it lurking, lurking yeah. in the shadows, just listening, um, letting people normalize your story, hearing other people yeah. talk. You don't even it. have to have your camera on, you know, it just, you just sit there and listen and, you know, soak it all in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, um, it, it, it gives you new vocabulary as well mm-hmm. and new understanding. Uh, of, it gives of you affirmation and validation and um, 
it brings you back from that brink of, you know, I, I think I'm losing it. You know, I, I, I just, I don't know where to even begin. And it, it, it gets you kind of centered again. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I want to, um, I, I want to also bring up that we are planning an event in September, uh-huh. right? Uh, and we, the MPE experience is sponsoring, we have quarterly events and in September for the, what was that? The third quarter, third quarter, 2022, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we are putting together a, uh, a race, ethnicity and identity discussion panel with NPEs who have, uh, who have experienced uh, some type of identity disruption that, that revolves, that in- includes, uh, the racial identity and, or their ethnic, ethnic identity. Um, for anyone listening, Jody has an amazing compelling story and I had interviewed her uh, beforehand so we won't go into that today but I I suggest that you you find the old uh, the older episode of the Bradley Hall show where I interviewed Jody it's a it's an amazing story I've, I've got so much great feedback from that I, I'm as I'm sure you yeah. have too I'm glad I'm glad yeah. hopefully it helps somebody yeah 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 and and we haven't we haven't I haven't secured the other guests, so I don't want to mention names right now, but we're, we're going to have an amazing panel and I'm really looking forward to, to facilitating that and hearing all of you um, discuss your stories and share that information. And I know that there's a lot of people who are going to benefit from that. I'm really looking forward to it. It's, it's um, for me that it, that's one of the ongoing parts of my story that um, it's forever changing, forever evolving. Um, you know, sometimes I feel like daily, but you know, sometimes just, you know, weekly, but yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you said something earlier that that reminds me of you, you said something that we're not like, uh, that we're never done and mm. we are never done. We have this tendency to want to, to put it on cruise control. We want mm. life to be easy, but I think I honestly don't think we're happy when life is, is easy. I mean, we don't want it to be extremely difficult. Lord knows I've had enough of that, right? But there's always challenges in life. And the way to handle them is to turn inward and dig a little deeper mm-hmm. and find and, and, and gain an understanding for that and not just swallow it, not just accept it, not just override it. We have a lot of that in our society where people just get over it and, and you know, snowflake and all that. I can't stand the word snowflake. I won't listen to anyone who uses that word. Um, but we don't need to get over it. That causes problems in the end. Um, and I share another story with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is this is quite this is quite a dramatic story. This is happening to me right now. This is in real time. Okay. Um, I had I have a. My mother has two siblings. She had a younger sister and an older brother. Uh, they had a traumatic childhood, and I, it's not my story to tell, so I won't go into that story. But it was traumatic, and I can I can verify that for all three of them. And they they've all had their issues through adulthood. And uh, but my uncle was the one who seemed like he had everything together my whole life. And he was, he was a positive male influence in my life. Uh, and I was uh, very close to him. Uh, and 
I noticed I, I tried to call him nine months ago and he acted a little strange. I wasn't really sure why. And he, he said a couple of things to me that really didn't make a lot of sense. And then I started seeing some uh, Facebook posts a couple months ago that were a little off kilter and I, I didn't really understand why. Um, a little over a week ago, almost two weeks, it'd be two weeks ago, Sunday, uh, my uncle shot and killed his sister, my aunt, the younger sister, not my mother, but his younger sister and, and her husband, and then had a standoff with SWAT and killed himself. And this is just devastated my family. And I'm, I'm devastated. I've, I've done a lot of crying in the last two weeks, uh, which following my own advice, right? You've, I, you've undoubtedly heard me say that there's a reason that we want to cry. I don't know why we don't cry. We should cry it out. My initial instinct was to get busy I was like men's mental health, man. I got to I got to you know, and then I was like, wait a minute, I need, I don't, that's a trauma response. I don't need to be busier. I need to sit down and, and, and process this. And it's been a rough two weeks, but the moral of the story, the reason I'm, I'm talking about this is that my uncle, I've realized he actually, my, he and my aunt after 50 some years of marriage divorced two years ago. And I understand now it's because his mental health started to decline and she, my, my aunt thought it was in her best interest for whatever reason. And, uh, which, you know, I, I know the details, it's not my story to share, but she was it. She was his last safety. Um, that's not the word I want to use, but, um, she was the last person that he could confide in. And then he didn't have her and he didn't have any resources. He didn't know how to find resources. He, and he just descended into the depths of, of hell and, and until where he, he lost it and he snapped. And my point with this whole thing is, is that, um, he had spent his whole life just getting over it, just rubbing some dirt on it, pulled himself up by his bootstraps whatever. He spent his whole life just overcoming and never dealt with the demons that were lurking in the shadows. And when we do that, when we repress our trauma, it never goes away. And we, when we experience new trauma, we just slap that on top and, and we get new trauma. We slap that on top. And not only that, but it, it begins to manifest exponentially it begins to fester. And then it's going to come out in ways that we wish it hadn't. And not all of them all of them are as dramatically, tragically violent as the story I just told you about my uncle. But it, it, it looks like many things. It looks like depression. It looks like, you know, I, I, there's just a, a wide myriad. I don't need to go over that. But so we have to deal with it. And the pandemic has brought a new level of, of, of not only a new level of trauma, but a new level of awareness that what we're doing isn't working. And we have to do something differently. And I think what we've been talking about this whole 45 minutes here is exactly what we need. We need more human connection. We need more discussion. We need more psychoeducation. We need to understand why we react the way we do, that it's okay that we act react and what we need to do about it. And then someone there to help us do that. And at the end, at the end of this soapbox speech, I'm just going to throw in, that's why I've created the MP experience in the Lit Academy right there. 
So thank you for letting me letting me share that. And I was actually uh, able to keep my emotions together. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't I, know how. Yeah, I, I've been been thinking about you and your family. It's, well, I appreciate that. I, it's been it's been it's still not over, but um, it's uh it's just a tragedy, and everyone's just hurt, and everyone's lashing out, and uh, you know, understandably so, but. I, the, the thing I, the takeaway, I really want to, I'm going to start talking about this more. I'm going to start talking about it on TikTok and, mm-hmm. um, is that the, the lack of resources and just not getting help and, um, and use him as an example, you know, that, uh, it's not good. It's not good at all because it may not manifest violently, but it may, it may manifest physically. Uh, right. And I think a lot of autoimmune diseases, a lot of uh, autoimmune diseases have been linked to significant trauma, um, different uh, cancer, uh, so many different things, which by the way, uh, mindfulness and meditation has been proven to, uh, to, to help with those things from a medical standpoint, they've done medical studies that they help with, uh, not only maintaining diseases, uh, specific diseases, but also in some cases reversing them. Uh, and that's, that's a proven fact. Maybe I'll drop the source and, and I'll drop. Uh, yeah. John Kabat-Zinn is, if anybody's interested, wants to look that up, he's done a lot of studies with that. So, um, okay. Well, before we, we go, is there anything else you want to, you want to say anything you want to add? Um, no, I, I think I would just piggyback to end, you know, just kind of off of what you're saying, because I, one of the things that it brought out when I did the mindfulness course with you um, is kind of understanding your own personality. Um, And I am a definite, um, I'm a list maker and I'm a checkmark person, you know? And so I want a beginning, I want an end and I want, you know, I want things fixed. That's kind of just, that's how I, how I roll. And this has taught me that it's not, I need to quit thinking that way because it's not over. I'm not going to be done healing. Um, because I think as soon as I, cause I know I reached a point along here where I thought that, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm good. I think I'm just, you know, and then, so then when something comes up, it really, it slams me into the wall. Right. Whereas if I was just in this constant, you know, I'm, I'm aware of, you know, my feelings more, I'm aware of when things are starting to bother me more. Um, I can, I can kind of catch those as they're coming and, and just continue to work at it. And so, um, yeah, just, just continuing to talk and continuing to, you know, meet in these groups and things like that. Um, Cause yeah, you definitely don't want, it does, it, it builds up if you yeah. don't. Yeah. And well, and to your point about, you know, thinking that you're done and then uh, you, you struggle handling something new, it's a huge paradigm shift, right? Because we want that cruise control. We're like, Hey, I did my work. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. Uh, and and it does, it does hit you. But when you, when you have that different mindset, you're like, okay, what's the day going to bring me now? And it yeah. changes your expectations, right? Ang- anger happens when things don't work out the way we think they're supposed right. to. Right. Whether we're right or we're wrong, it doesn't matter. That's when we get angry is when we and frustrated. And I talk a lot about unrealistic expectations um, that we are. And I just actually posted a TikTok on this today, actually, that, um, that our own suffering, our own disappointment, a lot of times comes from our unrealistic expectations. <laughs> yes. It really does. Yes. 
Um, and not that we shouldn't have expectations and standards. I don't mean that at all, but we should constantly be reevaluating them as we learn new information. And I think that that falls into this category um, that, you know, you, you going back to earlier in the conversation, you've been through the course, right? You can be like, Hey, I've, I've already done that course, yeah, I've done it. <laughs> but when you go back again, whether it's today or six months from now or six years from now, or, and, or all three of those, you will hear it differently every time because you've grown in between them. And we just can't, we just can't stop growing. We don't have to actively be pursuing like, like we did when we had our MPE experience or, you know, when I did, when I had the traumatic experience in the early two thousands. Um, but at some level, we have to always be aware that, that we're still evolving and we will until the day we die for sure. So, well, I, I'm, I'm so grateful um, that you, you decided to come on here with me today. I, I just love talking to you. Well, I like, yeah. yeah. I wish I was in Florida and not in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> Is it warming up there? Finally, yeah. We're Good. gonna decide, I guess, to have spring eventually here, yeah. but yeah, it's well, been pretty, pretty ugly so far. <laughs> it might, through my Midwest experience, I can tell you that now life is going to be uh, tolerable for the next uh, five months and yes. you'll think things are great. And um, in my experience, then it would start to turn cold and about February, I'd be cussing myself out because I hadn't. Because I still live here. <laughs> Why do I still live here? <laughs> uh, meanwhile, on the flip side, and I'm being, I'm being serious. It's going to be really hot here. Yes. Uh, and I, I have had people tell me, I need to find somewhere in the middle. You know, I've got four seasons, but just not extremes. That's what yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or just, or just be a snowbird. Yes. Yeah. And I can see my husband and I probably being that someday. Yeah, winter, when, the winter is beautiful down here for sure. Yes, yes. So, so. Uh, okay. Well, thank you again so much for joining me. Always yes. a pleasure to talk to you. And uh, we'll to connect too. soon on the uh, on the event in September. Yes, sounds very good. And I'm like I said, thinking thinking of you and your family, and I'm praying for you guys as you're working through this. I know that. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds good. Thanks. Bye, Brad. Bye-bye.
want to thank you for listening. Be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Bradley Hall. Also, you can find the show on Facebook at the Bradley Hall Show, where we broadcast live every other Monday. You can also catch the video version of each episode on YouTube. Go to my website, www.thebradleyhall.com, where you'll easily find all of this information in one centralized location. Again, I appreciate your support, and we'll see you next time. Until then.